What does it mean to be rich? Maybe it's less about reaching a magic number and more about discovering the magic in life. At Edward Jones, our dedicated financial advisors are the people you can count on for financial strategies that help support a life you love. Because the key to being rich is knowing what counts. Learn more about our comprehensive approach to planning at edwardjones.com slash findyourrich. Edward Jones, member SIPC. We do have Emrita Ahuja, CFO of Block. Emrita, good morning to you. And I want to start with that earnings beat. It was driven by Cash App. But looking forward, this summer, the Federal Reserve will offer free real-time payments. That is a service that you currently charge for. It makes up an estimated 40% of the app's gross profit. So that upcoming change, is that a threat to Square Cash's growth and profitability? Well, Deirdre, thank you so much for having me here today. You know, we have a diverse set of revenue streams in our business at 14 revenue streams in the first quarter that on an annualized basis are $100 million or more in gross profit. We're not reliant on any one revenue stream to drive our business. This is how we're able to grow our customer base. This is how we're able to retain our customer base over time because we serve them in so many different ways. And our instant deposit feature, the one that you're speaking to, is one of many tools that we have that serve a use case for our customers. And what's interesting is when we look at markets around the world that already have instant rails, our Square Instant Transfer product attaches at the same rates in those markets as it does in the U.S. And we believe that's because of the frictionless product experience that we enable and the strong real-time risk controls that we have. Of course, we're watchful of any changes to the broader environment. And this is why we continue to innovate and diversify our business. That's part of that's- the strong results that you saw with Cash App this quarter. Right. And so with that FedNow program, banks will have to opt in. Will your customers be able to take advantage of that program? We may look at using FedNow as a way to control our costs in the future, and our customers already have access to real-time movements for their money. That's something that we know okay. speed matters so much for our customers. Okay. So no decision yet. Um, Emery, I do want to get into that short seller report from a few months ago and the concerns that it raised for investors around verification and KYC AML laws. Have you heard from regulators on any of the issues the report raised since it came out? Of course, we're in constant dialogue with regulators. We're a highly regulated company. Uh, We are confident in our reporting, in our compliance program, and in our controls. We have invested strongly in our compliance program, growing that spend by five times since 2020. Over $160 million is our expected spend this year, already included in our guide. That growth is more than two times the pace of spend across our entire base of operating expenses. And ultimately, we believe our results will speak for themselves through the strong innovation and customer focus that we have as a company. Mm -hmm. Right. But did you hear from regulators or did any new conversations come out of that report and some of the concerns it raised? Of course, you could expect regulators to be interested and we're dialoguing as we always have and would be in creating that constructive relationship with regulators. And Emrita, finally, um, in response to that report, you guys broke down your monthly actives. Of the 51 monthly actives, 39 million connected to unique social security numbers. So how should investors think about this difference, this gap? Is the latter, 39 million, a more accurate representation of customers that form the core of Square Cash App's business? You know, we had 53 million monthly actives as of the end of March for Cash App. Ultimately, all these numbers ladder up into our inflows framework. 
53 million monthly actives, growing 17% year over year. There's reasons that individuals may choose to have more than one account, and we permit that. They may want a business account. They may want to account for a sponsored family member, like a teenager in their household, which we enable. And that growth compounds along with the amount of money people bring into Cash App, which grew 27% year over year, as can people continue to mm-hmm. engage with Cash App more and more. Right. And along with a monetization, as people use more and more and adopt more of our products, that's what laddered up to the 43% growth we saw for Cash App in the first quarter, right. which we're really encouraged by. And I guess it's just that distinction, accounts versus customers. Emrita, thank you very much for being with us today. How about Dropbox? That's a nice little 8% pop on their beat in second quarter guidance. Deirdre Bosa sat down with the CEO. Is it Houston or Houston? Uh, Deirdre, Houston. these are the important questions. How, Houston, like the street. Okay. Are the re- is the restaurant Houston's or ha- Houston? Anyway, uh, what did he have to say about the quarter, D? So Houston, right? To get that kind of pop, you got to mention AI a few times. That's certainly what he did do, attributing better efficiencies and guidance to artificial intelligence. He also said that it factored into Dropbox's latest layoffs. It was both. So a lot of kind of different factors. So, so first is to be responsive to the macro environment, um, like a lot of other companies. But the second is really this surge in demand that we're seeing for AI. And certainly last few months, the interest and demand for um, this new generation of smart products has been skyrocketing. So, Kelly, when layoffs in tech, they really started to gain steam late last year. It was all about cutting costs and rolling back too much hiring during the pandemic. But as Houston suggested, that is starting to shift here. Layoffs are becoming about efficiency and making way for the huge platform shift that is generative AI. Remember earlier this week, we talked about it. IBM said that it would pause or slow hiring to make room for AI roles that could actually replace humans. Houston, though, he has a different approach. Have a listen. No, we're not replacing, uh, replacing jobs with AI. Um, we see AI more as giving pe- like our existing people these superpowers that they didn't have before. Is it a mistake to replace people with AI? I think it's a mistake to replace people with AI, or I think if that's the only motivation, um, I mean, I think we, uh, when you can have, when you can get more out of, or you, when you augment people's capabilities, I think that's a better way to think about it than kind of this zero sum um, people versus AI type positioning. Kelly, you hear a similar sentiment from Alphabet when I ask them, the CFO Ruth Port, if they have more layoffs to do. She talks about making the company more efficient with artificial intelligence. So in a weird way, this balance is being struck right now between AI taking actual jobs or improving efficiency. So you just have different kinds of jobs. Yeah. It, you know, I'm I'm biased towards being pro AI. I think he's right about like giving people what what person says. You know what? No, I'd rather be the call center. Like, let the AI do it. Maybe I can perform a better yeah. function. I don't know. I, the but, stuff know, that's replaceable. I don't some, think people are fighting for that. And some people, some companies are so eager to jump on this AI train that they say they can replace jobs. We don't know yet if that's really the right method, if you still need a human at the wheel. And I think that's what they're trying to figure out. But he was sort of thoughtful and nuanced about it. Yeah, different kinds. And, you know, it's like you say about being so thoughtful and nuanced. You look at these guys, and I'm still used to them being young and, you know, a couple years into their, and now they're gray around the ears, you know? <laughs> Eminence, Greece, what do they say? Deirdre, thanks for bringing that to us. Really appreciate it. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career, so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.